Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw news brief, Vince believes Thunderdome will save WWE. Brian Cage named his lizard after Steve, and we preview NXT. But first, is Renee Young headed to AEW? Larson, what's in the news? Well, as first reported by OutKick, and subsequently confirmed by PW Insider, it appears that Renee Young's time with the WWE is about over. Mm. According to OutKick, Young will still work SummerSlam weekend, but she is, quote, leaving on her own accord. PW Insider adds that, quote, Young gave the company notice a week ago that she intends to exit. There is no word when her final date with the company is yet. Um, uh, Renee Young it is an immensely talented uh, individual. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of anybody who has been under WWE's employee in, in recent years, who has the, the 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 capability to be, say, the next Mean Gene in terms yeah. of interviewers, yeah, it's her. Oh yeah, for sure. Watch her on Talking Smack. Yeah, uh, let her show that. If they ever let her show that level of personality, whether it be on commentary, doing interviews, um, it, it would have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't really do that outside of Talking Smack and backstage. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. And this is no, really no slight against WWE. Given how they treat their interviewers and backstage personalities and even commentators, she is far and away so more, she's, she's super overqualified for the WWE. Yeah. Like yeah. she is in a position that does not even come close to making the best use of her talents because as you've already stated, We've seen, you know, and I, and I even think that what we've seen is a mere, uh, a small percentage of what she can offer uh, to uh, the kind of uh, a situation that she has expressed interest in, some sort of uh, talk show type situation. Um, I think she would be absolutely great at ESPN, for example. I mm-hmm. I don't even think really she should be. I think she's too big for AEW, to be honest yeah, with you. same. 
lot of people are making that obvious uh, sort of uh, assumption that she might be headed there simply because obviously her husband is champion right now uh, of AEW. But uh, I really think that that is underselling her talents. WWE is, is has really honestly, even when they put her a commentary for like a, a cup of coffee, basically, uh, they didn't let her really showcase what she's really able to do. Mm-hmm. You can't have somebody like that with Vince McMahon barking in her ear and manufacturing rivalries with Corey Graves right next to her. It's just not, it doesn't suit what she can bring to the table, uh, which is much better than what they have right now. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I, 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 this is awesome for her. This is great for her. The WWE is honestly the way they treat those personalities. The WWE is beneath her. She should shine somewhere else. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of shining, Vince thinks WWE will return. <laughs> we'll, we'll find it shine yet again. <laughs> thanks to Thunderdome. Oh, look at all these bright lights. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we've seen some reports over the past few weeks that Vince has been a bit... Uh, grumpy of late, oh. but if WrestlingNews.co sources are being believed, his quote mood has been great this week, and it's thanks <laughs> to Thunderdome, Steve. Uh. Is there more to this? Yeah, so uh, one of the site's sources claims, it's WrestlingNews.co, uh, claims that uh, Vince, quote, Vince feels like the worst is over, and he feels that the company can get back to where things were before the virus came along. Uh, I guess that means just a really slow downward trajectory as opposed to a quick downward trajectory. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, uh, the quote continues, he has been in a great mood ever since they locked in the contract with the Amway Center. Another of their sources mentioned, quote, Vince thinks it might take a few weeks to get back the fans that we lost, but when they realize we are out of the Performance Center and they see how cool the show looks, they will be back. He thinks the numbers can get back to where they were in February and early March. Uh, so uh, yeah. we've seen some video over the last few days of what the Thunderdome is, is, is looking like. And it does yeah. look pretty cool. Yeah, it looks great. Um, Justin Barrasso just posted uh, a, a little short clip on Twitter, I believe, today. And it looks neat. Yeah. Um, is that going to be enough to bring uh, fans back? It's not a guarantee. It's hardly a given. Uh, so, I I don't know. It, it'll I'll put it this way. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. So, certainly, in the short term, uh, people will be curious what this is going to look like. Um WWE, I mean, one thing that that will be interesting to see if one of the ingredients for rating success is spectacle. This obviously is a much bigger spectacle than what we got at the Performance Center. Obviously, Um, WWE tends to do really good at things like spectacle, and that's why Vince is so, like, antsy over the past couple months because he's not allowed to bring that into our living rooms. Um Will this in any way, shape, or form be able to simulate the live environment? Uh, remains to be seen. I'm neither pessimistic or optimistic. I just don't know. I have no idea. I have no uh, idea, but to think that this is going to be the cure-all, uh, I think it's a bit of a superficial fix to some more, far more deep-rooted issues about WB's product. I think it's I well here's the thing. I think that it might be a fix to get them to where they were pre-pandemic, but they were not in a great situation pre-pandemic. No, they were they were, so, they were hovering around 2 million viewers. So if I mean look, when we started this podcast, they were probably hovering closer to 4 million viewers. Mhm. Uh 
I, I, I wouldn't, you know, over the span of, of five years, losing half your viewership on TV is not great. No. So if, if you want to extend that out and get back on track for losing, you know, another half of your viewers over the next couple of years, this might do it, maybe. Uh, but yeah, you know, their overall issues are much more deep rooted than the yes. spectacle out. But it is kind of interesting to see <clears throat> what how much spectacle can bring to the product. That I don't know. That we're about to find out. Yeah, I don't know um, either. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, WrestlingNews.co also adds, quote, there's now speculation among some in the company that now that they are running shows at the Amway Center, this will open the door for names like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns to return. They also add that, uh, you know, given that their uh, COVID protocols that they've implemented, implemented fairly recently, uh, that some talent who has not uh, taken part of late in the Performance Center shows might feel more at ease at Amway since it's a larger space. A much larger space, mm-hmm. not just in terms of inside the arena, but I assume also the backstage area, mm-hmm. um, and maybe feel more comfortable instead of being, you know, uh, you know, so close to, you know, the, you know, whomever is working that day. You yeah. can have more space to yourself. That's I mean, speculation they, on their part. I think they could. Yeah, I mean, I guess there would be more room to like corridors you know, backstage. You know, uh, on the bowels of the arena. And you know, to, several locker yeah. rooms as opposed to probably just one. It seemed like so, everybody's milling about next to that second ring at the performance <laughs> center constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like the, the that's catering slash locker room, seemingly. You have so, to wonder, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. You have to wonder. Look, if if this thing, if they pull this off and us at home are sitting there like, man, this is just as good as fans being there. Again, I'm not really sure it's going to be the case, but... If they pull it up and it's like, holy crap, this is actually a pretty cool experience. And it has that vibe of like, okay, people are into this. This is like, this could be a new normal and people be into it. Ratings are up. I could see that being a lure for Roman or Brock. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know exactly what Brock's hesitancy is about returning. Is a financial is it pandemic stuff? I don't know. With Roman, it's pretty clear that he's stepping away just to make sure he can keep his, himself and his family safe. I wouldn't, so, you know, dude, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know how much of it is one or the other. I really don't. I, I think that there's probably a lot of it probably has to do with that. But as a business person, you also have to look at this and say, that's not, that is not making me look like a star. Like that, I mean, that's that's one concern. I honestly think at this point that that's one concern. I, if if Drew loses the championship uh, to Randy Orton, it might be a good thing for him because then he can swing back around when like fans are back, and it might be a short title reign for Randy Orton. I don't know. I kind of think that's how it's going to go down. But like this empty arena era is a low point for the WWE, and oh, yeah. we don't want to be so associated with that. Like, oh, I got to be champion when nobody was around. That you know. With Roman, yeah, there might be, it might be all of it. All of it might be, I just don't want to, you know, if they were forced in this situation for some other reason and he wasn't at danger, I imagine as a professional, he'd probably still be there. Yeah, he seems to be a company man. If, you, if the WWE but, needed him, then he seemed like he would be there. This is like one of those instances where he's like, well, okay, I got to step in uh, for myself, for my family. 
and and step away for the time being. That's yeah. how it's been presented, you know. Sure, yeah, but he, as a business person, it wouldn't surprise me. It just wouldn't surprise me. I feel like the situation also was like. I really don't want to be associated with all this right here. It looks terrible. Well, I mean, you you read interviews with Drew, and he talks about how the the low ratings don't necessarily bother him. He just sees this as another obstacle to overcome. And I wouldn't be surprised. Granted, I don't know Roman personally, based on what you hear about him, uh, what kind of leader he is, that he might adopt a similar attitude. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, don't I don't know. Because like I don't know. I don't know. Drew is still on the way up. Roman is not. Um, Speaking of company on the way up, Steve, you watched Impact last night, right? I did. Oh, man. Oh, Larson. I hope you watched the clip on that, that I clipped on Twitch. This was... Are you really? You didn't want... Oh, I'm sad. This was this was next level. Did you, did you know what happened? Well, apparently Brian Cage has a lizard named Steve. Brian Cage has a lizard named Steve. This was amazing. You guys are really missing out, not showing up. Twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, Tuesday nights, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern for these impact streams. The running story has been somehow, some way, chat has got it in their heads that uh, uh, I, I that Brian Cage is my husband. I don't really know how that happened. I'll be honest with you. But last night, uh, given that Brian Cage showed up, so the story is this. Impact Twitch streams don't run the commercials they run on Access. But instead of just going to darkness or like an Impact logo with some dubstep music, they go to Melissa Santos, uh, who was in Lucha Underground. She's done mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff, uh, who happens to be married to Brian Cage, AEW's uh, FTW champion. Yeah. So obviously they're two different companies. Probably shouldn't be. And so Brian Cage at one point sort of popped his head in, being a bit cheeky. Then he leaves. Chat for Impact started demanding that he come back, right? So yeah. she's like, oh, he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to push his luck. He don't want to get in trouble. And this happened like at the last commercial break uh, of the final match, of the main event match. Mm-hmm. So Brian Cage, he doesn't show up, but he does sort of put his little pet lizard in there. And uh, Melissa said, oh, yeah, this is his pet lizard. His name is Steve. Brian oh, Cage is that. This is his friend Steve. That's cute. Yeah, I was just trying to tell you that you could switch to a high-protein, low-carbohydrate diet. What did, he, what did she just say like his that. name was? Oh, okay. All right. That's our friend Steve. And we're going to let you guys go. So um, that's it for me tonight. My mind just exploded. Chat exploded. It was a grand old time. We had like 400 people there. What crazy. We broke a new record. That's 400 crazy. people concurrence for the Impact stream. That's pretty cool. It's a blast. It's a, it's honestly a lot of fun. Like even if you're not at an impact, they have like super empty arena stuff going on. Uh, they have a lot of great talent there. Sometimes it kind of feels like their talent might just be waiting to get the call up to AEW or WWE. But th- regardless, there's a lot of cool stuff going on at Impact, um, and and it's a good time watching it with friendos. Uh, so uh, so yeah, no emergence night one was last night. It's like their two night sort of pseudo pay per view event. Super free. cards. Yeah, super Wild card, card exactly. final. It's like Night of Champions, basically. Uh, so, uh, anyways, last night, uh, uh, Rohit Raju, uh, who had been sort of sort of aligning himself with Chris Bay, uh, they landed themselves a triple threat match against the babyface TJP. Uh, well, that alliance really didn't work out because as soon as he had an opportunity to swerve Chris Bay uh, and take that championship on his own, he did so. He's the new X-Division champion. Uh, uh, but it was a really, really fun match. TJP was doing all sorts of great stuff that I never got to see him do in 205. Uh, so that was a fun match. Uh, the North in the main event lost their uh, rematch 
against Motor City Machine Guns. They basically quantum leaped out of there at the end. Makes you wonder what's going to happen. I know there was a rumor that AEW is perhaps interested in uh, the new body guy, uh, Ethan Page. Apparently his contract's up at the end of the year as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we'll see. Maybe they'll give him like a a short solo run. Maybe he'll turn on uh, on his partner. I don't know. Uh, Moose just absolutely annihilated Trey Miguel. Uh, in their T, uh, TNA championship match, which is like an unsanctioned title that Moose just carries around with him. Uh, he absolutely obliterated Trey Miguel. Moose looks in amazing shape these days. He really looks like their real champion, to be honest with you. He won with a spear, but then was attacked by EC3, who then just picked up his title and, and took it. He just stole the TNA title. Uh, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson, uh, beat uh, Madman Fulton and Ace Austin. That was a decent enough match. Uh, Kylie Ray defeated Taya at the Wrestle House. Uh, at that point during the taping at Wrestle House, the sun was moving, it was encroaching onto their outdoor uh, backyard ring. So, like, three, uh, two, uh, like a fourth of the ring was like completely blown out because they didn't really, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they yeah. really fully understood how to properly like the lighting and, and photographing and. Yeah, exactly. Why not exactly. just wait till Magic Hour hits, and then you have time. You have a whole hour, roughly. You can get a couple of like big daylight. Well, that, they yeah. tape a lot. That's a thing. It's like you you try that. They, they're taping a lot. Um, so, uh, anyways, next week uh, we've got, and that was pretty much it for the matches. Next week we're going to have uh, Deanna Parazzo versus Jordan Grace uh, for the Knockouts Championship. That's going to be a thirty-minute Iron Woman match. That should be really that should good. Be great. That should be great. And the only thing else that I know of that's been advertised. Is Ed Edwards their champion? Yeah. Uh huh. In an yeah. open challenge, title yeah. defense. All they have him doing are open challenges, Larson. And I thought that'd be cool, but it's their world title. It's essentially the U.S. title. Then there's no, there's no stories for him. Yeah. And he yeah. just sort of carries himself a bit on the Slavin side. Remember when Undertaker told CM Punk to start dressing like a champion? Yeah. I feel like telling that to Ed Edwards. Well, here you could, here's your opportunity right now. Dress like a champion. Wow. He looks like a hot topic worker, man. I don't know, man. Anyways, uh, NXT is on tonight. Of course, AEW, due to NBA playoff basketball, is being preempted. It's on Saturday, more or less, against TakeOver. Second hour is. But we'll be covering NXT tonight. We'll do a recap tonight after the show airs. Uh, Here's preview. Adam Cole and Pat McAfee to meet face-to-face ahead of TakeOver 30 showdown. Yeah. Finn Balor faces Velveteen Dream with a TakeOver 30 spot on the line. Johnny Gargano clashes. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Johnny Gargano clashes with Rich Holland for a North American title opportunity. Uh, that'll That's a no-brainer. Johnny's going to win that one. Yes. Uh, Swerve joins forces with Brizango to battle, to battle Legato del Fantasma. And finally, Rhea Ripley and Shotzi Blackheart battle Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah tonight. So, again, we'll be doing our recap live over on the Twitch about uh, 7.30-ish. Yeah, Yeah, sounds right. That sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.